0: In this episode, I share tips and strategies to help you have your most successful prime day yet. I'll also recap and share key takeaways you need to know from the recent Amazon Accelerate event. Finally, I will share my unfiltered thoughts about what I think is really gonna happen this Q4 selling season. Is Amazon actually gonna be prepared for what's coming? Let's talk about it. But first, before we get started, I wanted to take a moment to talk about the number one concern amongst e-commerce and Amazon sellers, and that is shipping and logistics. So much this year has been unpredictable, but my sponsor Freightos.com is making the world of shipping logistics a little bit smoother in these challenging times. Now, when people message me about freight forwarding recommendations, I typically tell them to go to Freightos. On Freightos.com, you can compare, book, and manage your shipments all in one place. With thousands of importers and exporters on one platform, booking with freightos.com delivers bulk buying power typically reserved for those high-volume importers. Plus, more logistics providers competing for your business means lower cost and better service. Now, I know a lot of you guys listening right now probably have orders ready to be shipped out. So here is the good news. Fredos is offering my listeners, that's you guys, $100 towards your first shipment of $1,000 or more. Just go to Fredos.com forward slash PL show and use code FR8 podcast to take advantage of that special offer. That link and code will be posted in the show notes and facebook group so make sure you guys check that out again that's fredos.com forward slash pl show and the special code that you're going to need is fr8 podcast okay so enough of that let's get started Welcome to episode number 155 of the Private Labeler Show. I'm your host, Nick Landowski, and I'm making it my mission to help 1,000 people quit their jobs to start an e-commerce empire using the power of Amazon. Now, thanks for tuning in. As always, you guys know that I'm super grateful for each and every one of you. Uh, I appreciate all of you out there. And actually recently, I was talking to an Amazon rep over the phone about something, and they says, hey, I'm familiar with your podcast. I've actually listened to it before, and I kind of thought that was cool. I was like, wow, you know, that's interesting. So if you guys have anybody in your life or anybody that you know that you think would benefit from the podcast, please share it with them. That would be super awesome. Uh, I got a few quick announcements here before we get started. So kind of some celebratory stuff here. The Facebook group for the podcast has now eclipsed 15,000 members. So thank you to everybody that has joined and everybody that actively participates in there. Make sure you guys get joined up. We would love to have you in that group. And also, uh, depending upon when you're listening to this podcast, but coming up October 1st through October 8th, there is a Chinese podcast holiday scheduled, so plan accordingly. Hopefully your reps would have already kind of alerted you to that, but just wanted to throw that out there that for the first part of October, you may not be getting a whole lot of responses from uh, your reps in China. So let's dive into today's episode. So I mentioned at the top that we were gonna talk about several different topics, such as what to expect for Amazon Prime Day, and a quick recap of the Amazon Accelerate event that actually uh, was an online event that came out some weeks back. So I wanted to talk about that. And then finally at the end, you guys are gonna wanna stick around for this because I'm gonna share my unfiltered thoughts and opinions of what I think is actually gonna happen this Q4 selling season. It's gonna be like none other. Um, I just really wanna just let loose and just you know share what I really think is gonna happen. That way, you guys just kind of have my thoughts and opinions on the matter. So by the end of this episode, I hope that you guys will have a few key nuggets or takeaways that you can use to help improve your business. Okay, so let's get to the first topic at hand, and that is Amazon Prime Day, everybody. And I am super pumped. You guys should be pumped as well. It is going to be absolutely insane. So we have an unofficial start date of October 13th, and again, I say unofficial, and that's from CNET, so I guess we're just kind of running with it and taking their word for it that they are right on that, but that has not come down officially from Amazon just yet as I check this, unless I missed it, and it's really not even a one-day prime day. It's like a prime week event at this point because it's kind of morphed into just such a big thing at this point over the years. So I'm definitely grateful as a seller to to be able to take advantage of just all the traffic that's going to be coming to the platform uh, during that Prime Day or that Prime Week event. And again, assuming you guys have inventory ready to rock and roll, you should be super pumped about this as well. So what I wanted to do is just give you guys a handful of things, about four or five different things that you can do to ensure that you have the best Prime Day ever, okay? So after this podcast, definitely take a a long, hard look at uh, the handful of things I'm about to go over here, okay? So uh, first things first, this is a really great opportunity for you to freshen up and audit all of your listings, not just for Prime Day, but essentially for the rest of the holiday selling season that is upon us here. So one of the things I would take a long look at is video so? Do you guys have video on your listings? If not, you may have missed this, but Amazon recently announced that you no longer have to be brand registered to upload video to your listings. So I think there were some other stipulations, but most people should be able to uplay- upload video at this point, regardless. Okay, so video is a great opportunity for you to convert more sales, according to Amazon listings with video do convert at a slightly higher rate. So again, I would highly recommend that you guys look at your listings and see where you wanna add that. Maybe pick your your top listing out there, the one that gets the most traffic and sales and uh, get some video added to it. And you can find people on Fiverr to do that. You can find people just by Google search or whatever, Upwork, you name it. Um, Companies out there that can create some really high quality videos that will help uh, your customers make their purchasing decisions. And on top of that, Uh, You could also ask your audience for some video testimonials that you can interweave within that as well and upload that. So take a long look at that and figure out your plan of attack. Again, uh, according to Amazon, it will benefit you in most cases in terms of more conversions. So the next thing that I would recommend that you guys do is take a look at your images for all of your listings and ask yourself this question. Am I using the best possible image? Or images for my listing that I could. So a lot of times when people are putting together their listing, they're kind of in a hurry. If they're doing it themselves, you know, they're they, you might be on a shoestring budget, and you kind of just throw something together. And it, the images might be okay, but they, you know, and they're not great. But now is the opportunity to take some of your profits and reinvest at least. In a better main image, if, if you know, you're know you going to do anything, look at your main image because that is going to give you the biggest bang for your buck. Having a top flight, top quality main image will certainly help attract more viewers as they browse and scroll on Amazon. And you get their attention and you get them clicking more on your image because you got a really awesome main image that you invested some money into that should lead to more sales and more conversions. So again, take a long look at that. And if you are unsure of what main image you should be using. If you just kind of guessed, you may want to split test that. And one quick and easy way to get that data back is by using Picfu. If you go to pickfu.com, you can upload some images and actually have some Amazon customers kind of vote and choose what image they like best. So take a long look at that and reinvest into upgrading your images, at least your main image. That's again, the biggest bang for your buck. And the bottom line is if you guys put together your listing yourself and or your listings yourself and you were really kind of unsure of the job that you did with your keywords or just your sales copy and everything included, you kind of just were winging it, so to speak. Uh, my recommendation, if you haven't yet already, is to get a professional involved, somebody that can analyze your listing and if need be, um, improve your listing. So I had Emma on from Marketing by Emma some months back, about six months ago. I would recommend that if you guys aren't super confident in your listing, if you think that it could be better, if you think that it could convert a little bit better, I would recommend that you reach out to her and she can actually do a free listing analysis for you. Again, that's uh, Emma from Marketing by Emma. And if you use my special link that I have on my resources page over at privatelabelershow.com, forward slash resources, um, she can take a look at your listing for you and you can partner with her. And if there's improvements that need to be made, then uh, she can help you out with that. Okay. So moving on to topic number two, let's talk for a quick second about your pay-per-click campaign. So obviously there's going to be a lot of additional traffic coming to the platform for Prime Day or Prime Week and really just the entire holiday selling season. So my recommendation to you guys is to consider increasing your budgets for your pay-per-click campaigns. And I would actually start that maybe a few days beforehand, okay? Like it'd be the worst thing ever to be having a really great day going and all of a sudden your budgets run out by noon or one o'clock or something like that. So you want to make sure that your budgets are going to run throughout the entire day um, that way you maximize all of the sales and the traffic that is going to be coming to the platform. And if you don't have these yet set up, I would definitely recommend that you do it. Set up some sponsored brands video ads. Uh, you can thank me later if you have not been running them because, man, they are amazing. And, uh, I, again, I just don't know what you're doing with your life if you don't have these set up yet. They're, they're pretty easy to get set up. And, again, uh, you can really maximize sales with some cheap clicks through those sponsored brands, video ads. So moving on to the next tip or topic here. Um, Customers, when they shop on Prime Day for the holidays, they're looking for deals. They're looking for discounts, things like that. So the best way of doing that, in my opinion, is to set up the Prime exclusive discounts. So if you haven't yet set all those up, as far as I know, Amazon still will allow you to do that. And that should be underneath your advertising tab. So I would set up those against uh, specific Prime exclusive deals or discounts, and they require you when you set those up to uh, offer at least like a 20% discount on your product, okay? Uh, if you don't want to do that, I would at least set up a coupon or clickable coupon So that way, as customers are browsing the listings and things like that, they'll see that you have some sort of a dealer discount there. And that should help your uh, click-through and conversion and sales and things like that. So set those up if you have not yet already or get a plan to do so. So the last topic that I wanna dive into here in regards to Prime Day has to do with driving external traffic. If you really wanna take things uh, above and beyond to the next level, you should have a strategy for driving some external traffic to your listings. So a lot of you guys I know are building up email lists or many chat audiences or building up some sort of an asset uh, for your brand and your products and things like that, which is awesome. And that asset really shouldn't just be used for launching products. It should also be used for events like Prime Day or Prime Week. And It's really kind of just a matter of having a plan. So it's not good enough just to wake up on Prime Day and go, oh, I'm going to send out an email or I'm going to send out this communication and expect that, like, you know, every person receiving that email is just going to buy what you're telling them to buy. It doesn't really work that way. So you want to have a plan and start sending out communications, even maybe a day or two before Prime Day actually even kicks off. You want to kind of start getting your audience and getting your list ready and thinking about maybe some special promotions or deals or discounts that you're going to be offering during uh that period and i would have a plan to send out multiple communications and multiple messages throughout prime day and prime week okay so you've been generating that list over time it's it's about time that you cash in and use it appropriately okay don't worry if people unsubscribe from your messages and things like that not a big deal that's just going to happen anyways okay so have a plan and send out a lot of different communications, highlighting all the cool things that you have on sale and things like that. So you have to think that on Prime Day or at least Prime Week, everybody's in blo- inboxes are going to be kind of flooded from a whole bunch of different you know, online retailers, things like that. So you're going to have to kind of fight for their attention that way. Okay, And if you don't have an, uh, an email list, you don't have uh, a ManyChat audience, whatever it is, no big deal. You can always use somebody else's. So there's still plenty of time to find out who the uh, influencers are in your space for the products that you sell or who has an audience of some sort. It could be somebody with a YouTube channel, Instagram following, whatever it is. I would maybe at least, you know, find a handful of people that you could partner with, send them some emails or communications or get a hold of them and say, hey, let's do something really cool for prime day or prime week coming up. I have some products that I could send you. Maybe you could create some videos or create some content around them. We could run a contest. We could do some sort of promotion. I could give your audience or your listeners or whatever it is, some sort of a discount and really kind of make it fun and something special. So I would definitely look into doing something like that and you could really take things kind of above and beyond to the next level if you, you, know, you partner with a whole bunch of different influencers within your niche or space or, or what have you. So no audience, no big deal. You can always borrow somebody else's, okay? So hopefully that makes sense. So moving off of the Prime Day discussion and best of luck to you guys on Prime Day, Prime Week. I hope you make a ton of money. Definitely rooting for all you guys. I know you're gonna knock it out of the park, but I wanna move off of that for a moment and talk about the Amazon Accelerate event. So if you're not familiar with that, essentially that was the online conference that Amazon came out with this year. The videos are all still up for it. I think they came out with it maybe a few weeks ago at this point. I would highly recommend that you guys all check it out. There's a lot of really great content, really great videos, especially if you're a newer seller. If you wanna get caught up to speed, A to Z on Amazon, like what they're working on, uh, new tools that they're coming out with for us, things that they're investing their time and and money into. There's some really great presentations from Amazon on there. And uh, you can definitely learn a lot and get caught up to speed. So make sure you check that out. Um, What I wanted to do is just kind of highlight and recap maybe some of the videos that I watched. I watched maybe six or seven videos personally. I took some notes on them because I wanted to share this information with you guys. And I found some really interesting things. And I was... I was really into the videos that had to do with FBA, uh, in-stock stuff, warehouse stuff, shipping, things like that, specifically because that has been uh, the biggest concern I've had and biggest issues we've all had with Amazon and with FBA this year. Due to the pandemic, I think the vast majority of us have been frustrated uh, in terms of FBA, just in terms of uh, check-in times, shipping, delivery, all that stuff, logistical uh, issues, essentially. So that that stuff to me is has been the most important, Just and that's where I've been spending a lot of my focus uh, for most of this year due to the pandemic. And I'm not pointing fingers at Amazon. I understand they've been in a bind this year, and they've been doing the best job that they can to get things back online. But again, we could all admit things have been kind of a mess, right? Um, I've had stuff just like you guys well over a month in as far as check-in times. I mean, just complete disaster. I've had Amazon lose almost 40 cartons of merchandise I've had. I've had so many issues and so many things i have been dealing with so much stress because of all this. So that's why I wanted to watch these videos to see what their responses were to it and uh, kind of learn from that. So here's the deal. Amazon said that they have invested over $30 billion recently over the past few years or whatever, in upgrading their fulfillment capabilities. So new technology, uh, delivery vehicles, warehouse space, things like that. So that is a crap ton of money, right? Uh, They've also added 35 million cubic feet of storage space or warehouse space. Uh, I posted recently in our Facebook group that they're even looking at, I think it's buying, leasing, renting, Uh, All the vacant mall space that they can possibly get their hands on. They just need storage space because due to this pandemic and the growth and things like that, man, they just need warehouse space. They need storage space. So that's how fast they are growing. And they've even recently hired, I think it's well over 100,000 people, all the way up to 200,000 people by the end of the year, I believe. Um, In large part, just because of the growth due to the pandemic, all this traffic Uh, All all just the growth and demand that they have had. So these presenters were saying, hey, we've been sinking in unprecedented amounts of money in growth, and it's still not good enough. It's still not enough. And yeah, we've been getting our, you know, what's handed to us this year. We know what you're feeling because we're feeling it too. And it was nice to hear them actually acknowledge that from some of these videos from these presenters. Like we get it. We know we've been getting knocked around, but we're doing the best we can. So Other things that they kind of talked about, they talked about the ASIN level restrictions, which obviously nobody likes, right? I don't like them. You guys don't like them. It's just a a monkey wrench into, you know, something we don't want to have to deal with. And, uh, you know, nobody likes those limits, but they did admit in this presentation that if they didn't do them or put them, uh, implement them, that things would be way worse in terms of getting things checked in and so on and so forth. So they really had no choice. And they did say that they do plan on getting rid of them very soon. Hopefully, Um, I did speak with an Amazon rep, I think about a week and a half ago at this point. And they did say, yeah, they they planned on getting rid of them by now or at least having an announcement. So hopefully that announcement comes sooner rather than later. So that would be super awesome. Uh, Another thing that I thought was interesting, one of the presenters was speaking about inventory forecasting. And Amazon has sunk a lot of money and hired a whole bunch of really smart people into um, creating tools that we can use that are built into our accounts to help us with uh, inventory forecasting. So they really want us to input and, uh, and use these tools that they have now within the inventory menus. So for each product or each listing that you have, you can go in the inventory menus and I think it's uh, one way to find it is off to the right. You can click on the uh, button that says like edit SKU settings or or something like that. And there's going to be a screen that pops up where Amazon wants to know like your lead time for your inventory and things related to that. And once you update those fields, there's some stuff that goes on in the background where Amazon is going to look at like your sales history. They're gonna look at future trends of each product and each ASIN. And they're gonna give you really accurate information in terms of how much inventory you should be actually sending them, okay? Instead of guessing or whatever. So they have that built right into the platform now and they really want us to use it. Because again, Amazon doesn't wanna be our warehouse with you know, all of our excess product and things like that. They want us to use these tools that they've invested in So that way we send the appropriate amounts of inventory in for each product, okay? So I just wanted to share that with you guys. And uh, if you're not familiar, Amazon does suggest having at least four weeks of inventory on hand for each product, okay? And it did get brought up. One of the presenters did confirm this. And this is something I always kind of heard in the community, but they did actually uh, confirm this, that having the right amount of inventory or having enough inventory will increase your conversion rate, okay? So if you don't have enough inventory for a product, it's really hard for Amazon to spread that inventory adequately to all the different warehouses around the country. So if you have enough inventory, they can disperse it all appropriately and make it available to each customer close to where they live, so what happens is if you have a customer in New York and that they're buying a product of yours and there's a warehouse that has inventory available really close by, it's gonna show up on their, um, on the sales page. It's gonna show them you know, the delivery times. And a lot of times they can offer that customer like next day delivery because there's a plenty of inventory available. All that will increase your conversion rate. Now, if you have very little inventory, And that customer in New York wants to buy your product, but that inventory is like on the west coast of the United States, since you have so few or so few units available. Obviously it's gonna tell that customer, hey, you know, you're not gonna get that item for four or five days or beyond or whatever, just because it's so far away. Well, what that customer might do is they might not buy your product for that reason because they might need that product right away and they're not willing to wait four days, five days, or whatever. They might buy your competitors because they can get it the next day or whatever. So they did confirm that, yes, the amount of inventory you have available actually impacts your conversion rate. So I, I wanted to share that with you guys. I did put it in the Facebook group. So I thought that that was interesting that they would actually talk about stuff like that. So it's just really important that, again, you have the appropriate amounts of inventory available. And they again, they want us to use those forecasting tools um, so that we, we, we can enter in that data because they just, again, want uh, the right amount of inventory at FBA and, and not like uh, too little or way too much. So that was the Amazon Accelerate event. Like I said, check it out, guys. Lots of great conversation and discussion in there from these presenters amongst uh, a lot of different topics, not just the ones I just talked about there with FBA, but just so many other things with pay-per-click that they're talking about and just other enhancements and features. So uh, check that out. Okay, so let's move on to the last part of the podcast now. And and I just wanted to share just for a few minutes some of my unfiltered thoughts and opinions on I don't know, what I kind of see happening, I guess, for the rest of the year, just with the holiday selling season. And I gotta be honest, guys, I'm a little bit nervous. Honestly, I'm a little bit nervous. I don't think we ever experienced obviously anything like what we've been going through with this pandemic. And with this massive surge that we can all expect over the next few months, I just don't know if Amazon or UPS or USPS or FedEx or whatever is going to be ready for what's coming. Um, obviously, traffic this holiday selling season is just going to be at an all-time high. It's going to be ridiculous, right? And I just got done highlighting, you know, a few minutes ago about what's been going on logistically with Amazon with check-in times with all this and that, right? And again, I'm not pointing fingers at anybody, but. With all this traffic coming, again, I'm a little bit nervous and I also see potential issues with COVID flare-ups. You know, we're not out of the woods yet with COVID, the way I see it. I just heard London's having more flare-ups. Like what if that uh, what if the flare-ups continue and spread to a lot of different areas now again and again we're not out of the woods. So what if what happens if Amazon's got to shut down warehouses? What if UPS got to shut down their warehouses and, you know, can't have drivers come in, things like that. That's going to buckle the system even further, okay? So these are the things that I'm a little bit worried about, to be honest. Now, here's the other thing I was thinking about. So you guys remember if you go on Amazon in December, not even just Amazon, but really any e-commerce site anytime in December, and they'll have that banner at the top of the screen, and they'll tell you, hey, if you want this product, buy you know, Christmas or whatever, you have to order it by said date. And I think last year on Amazon, like you had to have what your order in by like December 20th or something like that in order for them to guarantee it by Christmas. So what happens if you sell a bunch of grilling accessories and things are rocking and rolling and all of a sudden things get extremely backed up. Amazon falls off the rails. Delivery falls off the rails because they're so overwhelmed. And that customer logs onto Amazon They want to buy your product for, let's say, a Christmas gift for somebody or whatever. And Amazon's saying, hey, uh, we can't guarantee you that they're going to get or you're going to get this item before Christmas. What are they going to do? Let's say it's December 5th and Amazon is saying that. And you're like, man, that's, that's crazy, right? So you're not going to, as a customer, buy that item from Amazon. You might go to a different retailer, you know, whatever, or... You might just go into a brick and mortar st- uh, store and buy that item because that way you can guarantee that you're going to have it. You don't want to show up for um, you know, a Christmas event or holiday event empty handed, right? You want to make sure you have something. So there could be a, a huge surge in last minute or kind of a mid or late December um, you know, kind of brick and mortar shopping because these online retailers won't be able to get you that item because of everything can being completely overwhelmed, completely run over. That's entirely possible. And that I, I see that probably happening this year. Again, I, I hope I'm wrong, hope I'm wrong. I have confidence that you know, UPS, Amazon, whatever, um, logistically is gonna have all this figured out. But again, we just don't know. So that's some of my biggest concerns is that you know, we are uh, kind of hitting peak times in early December for sales, which would not be good. So on top of that, let's say sales are running really strong for some of your products. And you have shipments coming in to FBA and you're running low because your sales are so well, they're doing so well. And Amazon isn't getting around to checking in your merchandise, right? What are you going to do? You're out of stock. It's maybe late November, early December. You have inventory just sitting at Amazon, but it's not being checked in. And it's going to take them three weeks, a month to check in. And you just lost, right? So I think that's all, I think that's, it's obviously been happening to a lot of us, but that's probably going to continue to happen as well. So uh, these are just some of the challenges I've been thinking about. And I know a lot of you guys have been thinking about them as well. I know a lot, not a lot of people are really talking about this kind of stuff. So these are just, uh, just things I'm thinking about. So here are, I guess, some things that you could do to help with that, to alleviate that. And if you haven't done these things already at some point this year, I think you're, you know, you're kind of running out of time at this point. But you may want to implement ASAP. So I think now more than ever, you're really for, you know, you're really forced to have a third-party logistics for storage at minimum. Obviously, with the, um, with the ASIN limitations and restrictions, this kind of forced our hand to do all that. So you should have some warehousing, some third-party warehousing that you're using. For your excess inventory and things like that. And also, if you haven't done so already, you should probably look into um, FBM, Fulfilled by Merchant, some third-party logistics providers that you can have as a backup plan in case FBA goes awry. OK, if FBA has got tons of problems, you can then flip a switch essentially on your listing and have FBM as a backup option, have a third party logistics provider help you with your fulfillment if need be. I think now more than ever, if you haven't done this yet already, and I know I know a lot of you guys listening uh, kind of once the pandemic started many months ago, um, switched over to FBM options for a backup option. Uh, if you've you know, been doing that, great. If not, man, you're kind of running, running. Uh, running out of time here, but I would still recommend that you guys consider these options. Now you can look at a company, there's a lot of different Fulfilled by Merchant companies out there that can help you with this, but I would consider looking at maybe Deliver or maybe ShipBob. Uh, There's a lot of different options. You can Google it or whatever, but I think it's gonna be critical this year, at least for some of your top products for FBA or whatever that you have merchandise ready to go, ready to be uh, like stored away and on top of that you have some third party fulfillment options available if need be, okay? At least to help you out in case, okay? So solely relying on FBA for this rest of this holiday selling season, man, I don't I don't know. I just don't know. I just don't have full full confidence that it's going to be enough. I think you're going to want to make sure again that you have warehousing for extra storage on top of that fulfillment. Okay. And a lot of these third-party warehouses can help you with fulfillment. They might not be very good at it. Uh, if you work with a company like deliver or ShipBob or whatever, they're going to have multiple warehouses around the country and things like that. So they can help out with faster shipping. So uh, that's something I just wanted to pass along to you guys. Uh, I just think that now more than ever, it's, it's really something that you're going to want to make sure you have ready to rock and roll and depending upon when you're listening to this, you still might have time. If you have a shipment that you need sent in, maybe you don't send all of it to FBA right now. Maybe you split half of it to FBA and half of it to another uh, third-party fulfillment just to have as a backup option in case you start to run into some major problems with FBA. And you say to yourself, no, they'll, they'll have it all worked out with FBA. It'll be, everything will be fine. And maybe they will. But I can tell you from my experiences alone, um, I've had issues with certain ASINs where FBA has been a disaster that they, they can't get the customer of the product for one reason or another. There's just been a lot of issues. And, you know, if you have an FBM option on that listing, uh, I can flip it on and I can still take orders and, um, you know, that's good obviously. So I just wanted to throw that out there, guys. Some of my unfiltered thoughts, I'd be curious to hear what you guys have to say and you guys know I'm very, very pro Amazon pro e-commerce. You know, I'm like one of, one of Amazon's biggest cheerleaders. You guys know that. Um, very uh, almost almost never. I'm rarely, if ever critical of them in at least publicly, but um I just don't think that they are ready, and I hope I'm wrong. So just wanted to pass that out there and uh, see what you guys think as well. and I think there's just some conversation that we could we could have on this. So that about does it, I guess, for today's podcast, guys. Um, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts specifically on what I just mentioned. With, you know, are they going to be ready or not? Like, what do you guys think? I want to know what you think. Do you think I'm, you know, kind of miscalculating here or whatever? Um, join me in my Facebook group and maybe just comment on that. What, what do you guys? What have you guys been doing to get ready for this? So do you have warehouse space available, product ready to drip in? Do you have your own um, fulfillment options set and ready to go for some of your products, all of them, whatever, just in case? So I'd be curious to hear that. Because I want to be prepared and I want you guys to be prepared as well and have the most successful selling season ever, okay? Because the traffic is going to be there. It's all about, can you get the product to the customer? That's going to be the biggest challenge for everybody. Not just Amazon sellers, but everybody, right? So um, that about does it. Like I said, join me in the Facebook group at privatelabelershow.com forward slash FB. Let me know what you think about today's episode. And uh, if you guys haven't yet left a review for the podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. You can do that over at privatelabelershowcom forward slash iTunes. I prefer those iTunes reviews. I do work hard at putting these podcasts together for you guys. It would be amazing if you could show the love just by dropping a quick review or whatever, or even just sharing the podcast with uh, a group that you belong to or people that you think would benefit from it. So that about does it you guys have a great rest of the day. I'm rooting for you. Go out there and make it happen. Okay. Talk to you guys later. Bye. This episode of the private labeler show has ended. Please show your support for the podcast by subscribing for more business strategies and tactics to help you build your empire. Also make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.